Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, I am Cody Wagner and I am back for another podcast, and I think this is either the third or fourth one this month, though it's not going <laughs> to, hopefully it won't be the last this month. Ford's F-150 Raptor Super Crew is going to China. Yep, the new Ford F-150 Raptor is going to China and it's got new headlights. Probably to meet Chinese legislation. Stock 918 Spider completes quarter, or sorry, one fourth mile run in 9.7 seconds. Man, 9.7 seconds, jeez. Those would be fair if it was a quarter mile, then it might be a bit more uh, impressive. I mean, on one hand, that's impressive, but I don't know what that time is going to be like in a quarter mile. That might be 10.7 seconds, 10.4 seconds, maybe. U.S. Gov tasks Mercedes with internal emissions investigation. That's pretty interesting. New mini countryman puts its foot down with the hotter JCW model. John Cooper works. Rolls Royce associates special high edition of Ghost with an elephant. Wow. Wheels and more turns Audi R A V 10 Plus into a B3. Essentially, it means beast, but it's it's said wrong. Ford GT's stunning bodywork analyzed next to its racer sibling. Is this the US spec Chiron Bugatti Chiron? Is testing in the open. Wow, that title's butchered. Super truck goes flying into fence during Long Beach race. And it's a video, so yeah. Thomas Jaguar XK120 looking for a loving owner to, res- to restore it to its former glory. Mercedes AMG C43 pressed from 44,460 pounds in the UK. Formatic diesel versions launched too. And for those one rate, that's like 66000 to $72,000 in the US. Kia picks on Honda Fit using 2016 Soul. They say the Soul's a crossover, but really, it's about the size of a Dart, and it's not exactly a, a crossover. I guess it's more of a CUV. It's not big, big enough to be a. Well, I guess it could be. Hmm. I'll let you guys debate. You know what? I got a question for you guys. Is the Kia Soul a CUV or a crossover? I'll let you guys debate about that either on the comment section of this podcast or on Twitter. As I do have a Twitter account now. New photos of Mystery Ferrari raise fresh questions. Yeah, basically, they some people said it's a the new Ferrari Dino, the V6, or a 488 Speciale. And looking at it, I'm pretty sure it's a 488 Speciale now. Audi updates A6 and A7 for 2017 model. Excuse me, model year. Renault delivers 50,000 Zoe. Reports staggering customer satisfaction. Now, before I continue on, I will take a short pause. And no, this isn't the 10-minute pause thing. So, anyway, I'll see you after the very short break. And back. Now, 30-day free trial lets Tesla owners experience the autopilot. And hopefully, none of you will post any videos saying, Oh, look, it can drive by itself and I, it can drive by itself and I don't have to sit in the driver's seat. And, uh, this Audax Trail gets stylish with new special edition. What Nissan calls the X-Trail in the UK, and I believe in some bits of Europe, is the Nissan Rogue in the U- in the US. It's just Ferrari's new Di- 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 sorry, Dino V6 Turbo. New 2017 Honda Elantra Sport with at least 200 horsepower spied undisguised. M4 versus RCF versus GTR is a drag race with, drag race with obvious result. Yeah, very obvious. 7,000 people already applied for one of 500 Ford GT... 7,000 people, so, basically, out of 7,000 people who applied, 
Wow, that's incredible. On the clarity to get electric and plug-in hybrid versions in 2017. Chris Harris to race for Bentley in Blank Blanc. It's basically an endurance series, and he's going to race for Bentley. Top car shows off Mercedes AMG GLE Coupe 450 based Inferno. And yes, it is red. And, it, and you know, normally I don't like these SUV body kits things, because normally they ruin it and make it way too exaggerated, but it actually looks pretty good. It looks very nice. BMW's new X5 SUV spot in test mule form. ADAC reveals Kiel's entry system's vulnerability. Ukrainian company will turn your old W221 S-Class into the W222. Basically, they'll just change the front and rear end, and that's it. These tracks will transform your SUV into an unstoppable machine of snowmageddon? I was gonna, I was gonna try and be clever and do something Arnold Schwarzenegger, -y, and it just simply did not happen. Chinese build 2016 Buick Envision to start from $42,995 in the USA. Doesn't look too bad. 2017 Mercedes AMG E63 Estate tries to hide in a garage and fails miserably as it's caught on video. BMW submits plan to fix diesel offers to buy back nearly 500,000 2-liter cars. Porsche develops new tires for its classic cars. Germany looking into making electric cars tax-free. Well, F1 has no excuse for poor start to 2016 campaign. Reviewer finds Skoda's range topping 280 horsepower superb, purely superb, and apparently that pun was intended. I weep. <laughs> Not really. BMW's new long wheelbase X1 for China adds 110mm of rear legroom, and you can kind of see it in the door. 2017 Honda Accord Hybrid is more powerful and has more tech. Maserati testing Levante, or Levant with 520 horse or plus horsepower twin turbo V8 and I'm really intrigued to see if that actually gets into production. Bubble plant EV for 2019 aims to sell 1 million electrified cars by 2020 or 2025 sorry. Chinese answer to the Tesla breaks cover. Lee Colisi? Oh come on! You couldn't have come up with a better name than that? Uh... S Martin Vulcan! Now licensed to unleash its 700 horsepower on the road. Round unveils new Kaleos, confirms Beijing debut. Tesla Model X is so hot right now, even Ford bought one. For 200,000. Thousand. You heard me correctly. Bulldozers get into a Transformer style fight on the streets of China. It's a literal street fight. <laughs> it's an industrial scale street fight, I should say. <laughs> Volkswagen Diesel Gate solution could include five. Thousand dollars to owners slash well, and that includes buybacks. Apple hires former Tesla and Aston Martin engineer for special project. First Alfa Romeo Julia rolls off the production line. Report: Volkswagen's defeat device was created by Audi nearly 20 years ago. Years. Wall's 2016 Toyota Prius is a sheep in wolf's clothing. Though looking from the picture, it's neither. It's just it's just ugly. It's that simple. Suzuki Baleno becomes the first car to get a dual rating from the Euro NCAP. You heard me right, a dual rating. One without the safety, well, I should say the optional safety package, it got a three star. And when it had, you know, the optional safety package equipped, it got a four star. Safety packages should be included! Though I understand why they didn't. Still kind of bad, though, in a sense. 
Ford Mustang becomes the planet's best-selling sports coupe for 2015, even though we're almost halfway through 2016. Jaguar Land Rover working on straight-six engines, and I can't wait to see what they put it in. New Audi S5 Cabriolet sneaks out to play with its 349 horses. Updated 2017 Range Rover Evoque gains more tech and new Amber Limited Edition? That's interesting. Volkswagen Instant Test Drives makes the car cars, I should say, come to you. New Acura CDX compact SUV exposed in China rivals Mercedes GLA. Mini is on the right track by considering to build the Rockman and Superleggera. And I really, 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 really hope that they do. Buick LaCrosse Hybrid Electric posts 50 MPG figure. New Toyota Prius awarded 5 stars from Euro NCAT. Better than that Suzuki earlier. Persia goes official with 3 3008 Advanced Eye Cockpit, and it really is advanced. Mitsubishi admits cheating in fuel economy tests more than 600,000 vehicles affected. Why, Mitsubishi? <laughs> Why are you gonna do this to us? You killed the Evo and now you do this. <laughs> it's bad enough Suzuki have gone from the market. Especially with the brilliant Kazashi that they have. <laughs> wow, that went downhill fast. <laughs> Mitsubishi Motors today admitted rigging the official fuel economy test of Japan for some of their key cars. And to be fair, it wasn't today that that news was provided a short while ago. The official press release says the automaker conducted tests improperly to present better fuel consumption rates than actual rates, and that the testing method was also different from the one required by Japanese law. We express deep apologies to all of our customers and stakeholders for this issue. R remember, and don't cheat on your math test. <laughs> the model in question are the EK Wagon and EK Space key cars, and the Nissan Days and Days Rocks, which have been manufactured by Mitsubishi and supplied to Nissan since June 2013. The customer estimates that 157,000 models of the EK Wagon and X Space and 468,000 Models of Nissan's Days and Days Rocks have been affected by their misconduct. Nissan examined the fuel consumption figures as of the affected cars for reference in the development of the next-gen model, only to find deviation in the figures. It then requested from Mitsubishi to review the running resistance value, a combination of the rolling resistance and air resistance while on the move, that was sent by the latter, causing an internal investigation. In the course of our internal investigation upon this request, Mitsubishi Motors learned of the improper conduct that Mitsubishi Motors used the running resistance value for testing, which provided more advantageous fuel consumption rates than the actual tests. Mitsubishi Motors will sincerely respond to our customers who own and use the appliable cars. After the reveal, both Mitsubishi and Nissan issued a stop sale regarding the affected models, with the two companies now discussing about the compensation to be offered. What a shame. Anyway, I will see you in the next part of this podcast. Okay, we are back. Now, Auto Club rates Tesla as greenest car. Los Angeles KABC, just in time for Earth Day, the Auto Club has released its latest guide to green cars. The group rated three all-electric vehicles as the most environmentally friendly, but did note there are some gasoline-powered options that also have some green qualities. At the top of the list was the Tesla Model S, also one of the more expensive options starting at 70000 Now I'm about to do a short quote here. The Tesla Model S is a great car, great ride quality, it's very quiet, said Megan McKernan. 
manager of the Auto Club of Southern California's Automotive Research Center. It also has zero emissions. The next two options are a little less expensive. The BMW i3 starts at about 41000 and the Volkswagen e-Golf has a base of about 35000 All three score high in the Auto Club's 100-point system. The Tesla scored 92.49, the BMW scored 82, sorry, 88.47, and the Volkswagen got 87.09. The Auto Club noted that some of the gasoline choices do well too. For example, Subaru's vehicle can be purchased as a Fez or partial zero emissions vehicle, which is as close to zero that, that a gasoline engine can get. A complete printed green car guide will be available to members next month at Auto Club offices and is now available online. Apple Inc. isn't hitting the brakes on its car project. Yeah, Apple gears up for the competitive electric car market with a new hire. I wonder I wonder if that if that's gonna aim for the Model 3 or the Model S. That was something new entirely, which could be very interesting to see. NTO5 Mac confirmed that Tesla Motors former former VP of Vehicle Engineering and former Asimar Chief Designer, Chris Porritt, is now at Apple on special projects. The special project sector of Apple is very vague, but is widely believed to encompass Apple's rumored project Titan Car. Before his role at Tesla, Porritt was the chief designer at Aston Martin until 2013, and helped work on some of the company's famous sports cars like the DB9 and the 177. While at Tesla, Porritt worked on the Model S and the Model X platforms, and the Model 3 chassis. Timing of Porritt's arrival closely coincides with the departure of the man who was reportedly in charge of Apple's car project, Steve Zdesky, who left the company earlier this year. Of course, Apple never confirmed Zdesky was in charge of Project Titan, the rumored name of Apple's car project, or that Port is replacing him. But Max reports supports the speculation. Now what this means to Apple? We've been hearing rumors about Apple's electric car for a while now, so news of hires and departures are nothing new. But this latest report comes as some have speculated that Apple was slowing down its car project. The quick hire shows that Apple is clearly still focused on its car, and I think that Apple likely has a renewed interest at te as Tesla just unveiled its new $35,000 Model 3. The car won't hit the streets until late next year, but already it's garnered more than 325,000 pre-orders on Tesla's website. Obviously, Apple isn't building a car on the whims of what Tesla does, though Tesla and Apple could become natural car competitors soon. Anyway, aside from that, Honda is... What they're thinking about is turning the Clarity into an environmental car brand, essentially broadening its lineup. Honda will launch three cars over the next three years under its Clarity nameplate, potentially turning the automaker's fledging, or whatever, Clarity badge into a family of vehicles that could become a symbol of Honda's environmental aspirations. Essentially, it'd be, it'd be like what Toyota have done with the Prius, you know, Prius C, Prius V, all that sort of thing. Clarity would turn into a sort of Honda's version of a Prius, so maybe Clarity V, Clarity C, that sort of thing. First car will be the Honda Clarity Fuel Cell. It will go on sale in California later this year, and it's already in, on sale in Japan. The car will be followed by the Clarity Electric, Electric in 2017 and the Clarity Plug-in in 2018. All three Clarity vehicles will be built on the same five-passenger platform and will be imported to the U.S., from Japan. The Clarity Series will occupy a unique position in the market. The Clarity Series will occupy a unique position in the market providing customers with a well-equipped premium mid-sized vehicle with a range of ultra-low carbon powertrain options to suit their lifestyle needs. 
said Honda of America Executive Vice President John Mandel. Honda has been testing its FCX Clarity fuel cell vehicle for several years and has leased 40 of those vehicles to customers in California. Honda said it expects its new Clarity fuel cell will be rated at a driving range of sorry, in excess of 300 miles by the U.S. EPA, with a refueling time of approximately 3 to 5 minutes. So that's about, so 3 to 5 minutes, that really is about gasoline vehicle time. That's not bad. BP lets you buy, sell, and now lease a car with an app. Oh, gosh. For those of you who don't know, I'm not really, I like technology, but I'm not really a modern techie person, so all these apps and whatnot aren't my cup of tea. There are lots of apps that help you research prices for buying or or selling a car, and they'll even help, and they'll even hook you up with a dealership when you're ready to buy it. But BP lets you buy and sell used cars in 16 metro areas in nine states without using a dealership or a test drive at all. Every company starts with a group of entrepreneurs who think something is true, but it disagrees with what everyone else thinks," said BP founder. Not gonna say it. I'm just gonna butcher. I'm sorry. In a phone interview. My belief was that there was this whole infrastructure of cars sitting on lots for one reason, to do a test drive. He found that while most people would not buy a used car without a test drive, they warmed up to the idea if the car was inspected, came with a money back guarantee, and was from a brand they trusted. That was the initial light bulb, Resnick said. So how do you buy a car with an app without testing it? The same way you buy anything online, Resnick said. You find a car you like at a price that works for your budget and buy it. A BP representative goes to the seller, gives her the money, and delivers the car to you. Then you get what BP calls a 10-day test drive. If the car doesn't work out for you, you can get your money back. Each car goes through a 240-point inspection by professional trained BP representatives who are both shareholders in the company and employees. They're certified mechanics to begin with, and they undergo an additional three months of BP-specific training. When you want to sell your car through BP, an inspector will visit and check everything. They use a camera to look under the chassis, they take 200 pictures, and they do a dynamic test drive to listen for weird noises, test normal brake acceleration, and check the alignment. It's a test drive done the way a pro would do it, Resnick said, rather than a customer just trying to understand the noises they hear. That's actually really interesting. I wonder how that will uh, take off. If it does take off, then... I mean, I'm sure a few people will still go to dealerships, but there really won't be a big need for them aside from just their inventory. Anyway, let's get back onto the article. You should know, he took a test drive of a used vehicle that burst into flames two days after he drove it home. When he was on the car lot, Resnick said, I spoke with the dealer. He was a nice guy. I did a test drive. I thought I knew about machines. The engine looked amazing. The suspension looked amazing. The brakes looked amazing. In trying to get his money back and eventually succeeding, Resnick learned a lot about customer protection laws and the process of buying and selling cars. He also counts himself as an older millennial, a generation set that's used to showrooming and cross-shopping online. Car buying and selling starts online, using KBB.com or Edmund, Edmunds or AutoTrader, Resnick said. When you get to the interesting part, you need to close your computer. It also eliminates the ick factor of meeting strangers via Craigslist or dealing with used car salesmen. Dealerships remain a scary place for women and minorities, Resnick said. BP is enabling a market that was hidden because those people were not transacting. This way, the market becomes larger and more connected. Hey, this is, that's actually a really good idea. Can't wait to see how that picks up. Apparently, China's also got a roadmap to self-driving cars, or so they say. Let's see what this is all about. In the race to develop self-driving cars, the United States and Europe lead in technology, but China is coming up fast in the outside lane. Regulatory structure that could put it ahead in the popular 
adoption of autonomous cars on its highways and city streets, a draft roadmap for having highway-ready self-driving cars within three to five years, and autonomous vehicles for urban driving by 2025 could be unveiled as early as this year. Not going to say his name. I'm going to butcher it. I'm so sorry. An automotive engineering prof professor at, at a university that I'll just butcher the name of, who chairs the committee drafting the plan. The panel is backed by the powerful min min ministry of industry and infor information technology. Mm. I'm really intrigued to see how that goes. The draft will set out technical standards, including a common language to cars to communicate with each other and infrastructure, a regulatory guidelines, a unified framework that contrasts with a patchwork of state laws and standards in the United States. Without the coordination, that patchwork could hold back the development of self-driving cars in the U.S. David Strick Strickland, a former safety chief for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, said at an event in Beijing this month. China's top-down approach could see it overtake the U.S. and Europe, where automakers have generally been left to agree among themselves on industry standards. A push for self-driving cars and, ele and electric cars also fits with Beijing's shift to an economy driven by high-tech and consumer industries rather than heavy industry and low-end manufacturing. That's interesting. I wonder, I wonder how well they're going to push through all that. Anyway, I hope you would enjoyed this bit of the podcast and I'll see you after the break. Back. Now, two million dollar McLaren P1 destroyed after crashing in China, which is quite a shame. But I'm looking at the picture, the front the left front end of the vehicle is it, it's an ugly scene. First Chinese built Jeep Renegade rolls off the production line. BMW's new seven series continental editions have the daftest names ever and they're I've seen them. They're insanely long. Spider-Man-like reflex saves Biker from on from incoming truck. And looking at the thumbnail of the picture, he was saved. Novitech and Largo S is a sinister-looking tuned Ferrari F12. There's so much body kits on it because it it doesn't look like one body kit. It looks like it's mixed and matched from other ones. It's got so many modifications done to it. You could say that this was Ferrari's idea of a Batmobile, even though it's not. Because Ferrari didn't tune it that well. Yeah, Ferrari didn't make the body kits. Londoners getting on the spot Renault Twingo test drives. That's interesting. I don't know what they think of that rear engine uh, Twingo. Lincoln Prime 2017 MKC with added standard co content and tech. Citroen's 2017 WRC contender gives first glimpse at new C3's design. It's just insane. It it looks a bit bigger than current rally cars, but the front end is still, it looks a bit weird. First look at 2017 0.6 Signia and 2018 Buick Regal's interior. Still looks like a GM design to me. Tesla Model 3 attacks rivals a hilariously brutal fan-made parody. Chevy Camaro SS 50th Anniversary Edition becomes Indy 500's pace car. Renault gives glimpse of its new large SUV, which I've already seen. Say at Atika configura Configurator goes live. Prices can go up to 48000 thousand. 2017 Hyundai Elantra Sport has been... Oh, right, I already said that. Anyway, though, it has been spied on, anyway. And it doesn't really look much different. I have to say, I'm not seeing the massive differences some people were speaking of. Well, actually, I don't remember anyone speaking of it, but... It kind of... Like, on one hand, it does, like a, it does look like a sportier version of an Elantra, but... 
It kind of just looks like a body kit. Small wet van recall. SCA is asking 26,000 Promaster City van owners to keep their driver's side footwells dry because the connector can succumb to moisture and send odd signals to the transmission, possibly causing it to shift to neutral at a stop sign instead of staying in drive. The company has a recall in progress and will contact customers. There are no known cases where this caused a crash or injury. FCA discovered the problem while reviewing warranty data. The recall covers 2015 to 2016 Promaster City vans, for only sold in the U.S. and Canada. The company helpline is at 1-800-853-1403. I'll repeat that again. 1-800-853-1403. Nearly 1 million FCA shifters recalled. Cars and SUVs, but the ZF Cursomatic shifter, the electronic shifter that first shipped with the 8-speed automatics, which springs back to the center after each shift, are being recalled to tune well over 1 million vehicles. The voluntary recall will not change the behavior of the shifter. Some customers have complained that it makes getting into reverse and park more difficult than it should be. It's not as more difficult than it should be, it's just because you don't know how to work a shifter. I added that in. Providing no spatial feedback and having small gaps between D... D... Either way, essentially, this is because people don't know how to work a shifter. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and FCA US responded to complaints that some drivers have let their vehicle that have let their vehicles without putting them into park. Apparently related to 41 injuries, none appear to be related to any equipment failure. How do you get injuries from just moving a gear knob? That recalls just because people don't know how to move a gear knob. The system already shows the gear on both gauge cluster and shifter and chimes if the driver's side door is open while the engine is running, and it is not in park. SCAOs will enhance the warnings and transmission shift strategy, preventing movement even when not in park. The recall affects 811,586 vehicles in the U.S. and 52,144 vehicles in Canada, and around 260,000 elsewhere, all have the 8-speed automatic. 2012-2014 Dodge Charging Chrysler 300, 2014-2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Affected customers will be notified when service becomes available. In the meantime, drivers should check one of the two indicators, gauge, cluster, and shifter, to make sure the car is in park before exiting. The company dropped this type of shifter in 2015 on cars and in 2016 on the Grand Cherokee. And apparently the new Jeep Compass has been spotted, but it does have, it has a lot of camouflage on it, so we can't really see what it looks like, which is a bit of a shame. Anyway though, Coexeg renders Purple Regera as a tribute to Prince. Audi A6 and A7 get a fresh face and upgraded equipment. Order soon for delivery this summer. Ducky Town allows MIT researchers to test self-driving cars. The government is shaming people for texting and driving. This 1980 Rover SD1 Survivor is a rare sight in the US. And it's actually in very good condition too, it looks good. GM wants to have 10 plug-in models in China in 5 years. But GM is saying little beyond what we act, what we already know. The Cadillac CT6, BEV, or PEV, or whatever. Infinity QX Sport Concept previewed ahead of Beijing debut. Look closely and it's not hard to picture the next X, no, QX70 crossover. Ferrari World could come to North America. So all you Prancing Horse fans in the United States of America, you may actually be able to go to Ferrari World without having to go across the ocean. Autoblog, 
Green turns 10 years old today. Uber settles suit with 385,000 drivers for 100 million. Uber drivers will continue as independent contractors rather than employees. Quebec contemplates home EV charging station mandate. That could, that could actually be really interesting. I wonder if, how far they'll go with that. Elon Musk hints at secret solution to inner city traffic jams. Not exactly a bus, says Musk, but he wants to get you home. Gordon Murray's city car redesigned with help from Shell. And it does have the Shell color scheme, but it's actually a really clever design. German car makers recall 635,000 diesel vehicles in Europe. Yeesh, that's a shame. Nissan's new Leaf ad makes fun of Tesla Model 3 success. Up next, why would you want all that range anyway? Maserati plans to launch Alfieri and Gran Turismo by 2018. I really hope that they do as well. I want to see that Alfieri concept come to life in production. Okay, and now we're going to read that government texting shaming article. It's a bad idea to text and drive. And you better not be doing that right now while listening to this podcast. Beyond just being dangerous, it's now illegal in most U.S. states and in several countries around the world. Yet, despite the many ad campaigns telling them it's wrong, people still do it. In fact, some of them actually brag about it on social media. Well, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration will have none of those shenanigans. The government agency has actually taken to Twitter to name and shame those who publicly confess to using their phone while behind the wheel. Disgraceful! It's a habit worth breaking at Ethan underscore W-M-A-S-S. Do yourself and everyone else on the road a favor. Put the phone down and just drive. Um, agreed at Domi underscore D23. Please realize you're putting yourself and others in danger, and a silly text isn't worth it. Hashtag just drive. Not really a laugh out loud at underscore bankroll AJ. Do everyone a favor, yourself included, and get off your phone while driving. Hashtag just drive. And that was in the last two days. Who knows if it'll actually work? One particular person seems to be a little indignant about it. Hmm. But maybe a little public shaming by the feds is a warranted better than yet another fatal statistic. He's right. The guy who wrote the article is right. That and the EPA are right in doing so. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B. 019 capital K capital X 72 capital Z 8 If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.